0: chapter forty of young folks history of germany by charlotte mary young this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter forty carl the sixth seventeen eleven to seventeen forty the archduke Karl was still at barcelona when he heard the news of his brother's death which gave him all the hereditary possessions of the house of Hapsburg. he sailed at once for genoa while prince eugene so dealt with the electors that they chose Karl emperor and he was crowned at frankfort and afterwards as king of hungary at presburg but the crowns of the empire and spain were not to be joined again by another carl the power of marlborough's war party was over with queen anne of england and the earl of oxford thought it would be better to let philip of france keep spain and that old louis the fourteenth ought not to be pushed any further carl meant however to fight on and sent eugene to england to try to persuade queen anne to continue the war but the Savoyard was not courtly enough to please her, and people in London were disappointed to see a little, dry, insignificant-looking elderly man instead of the hero they expected. He gained nothing by his visit but a diamond-hilted sword for himself, and the English and Dutch troops were withdrawn from his army. Then he tried to stir up the Germans to force Louis the Fourteenth into giving up all that France had seized during that long reign, but, say what he would, nobody moved, and at last Karl consented to make peace he gave up all claim to spain but he kept the netherlands which had belonged to the spanish line ever since the marriage of philip the handsome and juana the mad and the fortresses of brissac freeburg and kell were restored to germany the island of sardinia was also given up to him and sicily was given to the duke of savoy while the claim of the king of prussia to neufchatel in switzerland was acknowledged this peace which finished the war of the spanish succession is called the peace of utrecht and was signed in september seventeen thirteen victor amadeus of savoy found sicily too far from his dukedom so he exchanged it with the emperor for sardinia and took the title of king of the last mentioned isle the electors of Bavaria and Colne were pardoned and returned to their lands, and the next year another elector became a king, when George of Brunswick, elector of Hanover, obtained the crown of England through the Act of Settlement, which shut out the Roman Catholic heirs. It must have been a misfortune to Colne to have such an archbishop as their elector restored, for he had no notion of the duties of his office. Once, during his exile, he gave notice that he was going to preach at the court chapel at Versailles on the 1st of April, and when a large congregation had assembled, he appeared in the pulpit, shouted out, "'April fools all!' and ran away to the sound of trumpets and kettledrums. His nephew Karl Albrecht of Bavaria and his wife lived disgraceful lives given up to pleasure. They were great hunters, and the lady kept twelve dogs, always close to her bedroom, and two in it. And she not only beat her dogs but her courtiers with her own hand. The Markgraf of Baden, Karl, who built Karlsruhe, was another byword for gross self-indulgence. And the most respectable court among the German princes was that of Friedrich Wilhelm the Second, King of Prussia. He was a rough, plain, religious man, but with the taste and manner of a drill sergeant he cared for nothing so much as his army and for getting a set of giants for his guards he carried on business with his ministers and generals sitting at a table smoking their pipes over tankards of beer he so hated french politeness and the vices which had come with it that he was perfectly brutal in his manners to his wife and daughters and greatly misused his clever son friedrich who had a passion for everything french when the young man tried to escape with his friend, Lieutenant Kot, they were seized and treated as deserters. Kot was shot, and Friedrich forced to stand and see his friend's death, after which he had a long imprisonment, till, when his father forgave him, he was suddenly brought out and placed behind his mother's chair while she was playing at cards. In the meantime, Prince Eugene was carrying on a great war with the Turks on the Hungarian frontier, where he was joined by all who wanted to see good service he beat the grand vizier at karlowitz and then took timisvar and laid siege to belgrade the turks came two hundred fifty thousand in number to its relief and encamped on the heights above while eugene lay ill of a fever in his tent on the first of august seventeen seventeen he was recovered enough to give them battle he attacked them in the middle of the night and gained a most splendid victory which immediately gave him possession of belgrade and he placed guards along the whole back of the danube to watch against the turks karl the sixth had no son and the great object of the latter half of his life was to cheat his nieces in favor of his daughters he betrothed his daughters to the sons of the duke of lorraine and obtained from the diet and from the powers of europe consent to a pragmatic sanction by which the eldest maria theresa was to succeed to all his hereditary states to get the support of saxony Karl gave his support to friedrich august the second who claimed the crown of poland on his father's death against stanislaus leksinski the daughter of stanislaus was wife to louis the fifteenth and thus there was another war with france eugene at seventy-one took the command and was hailed by the army with shouts of our father while friedrich wilhelm of prussia saluted saying i see my master but there was not much to be done. The French took Philipsburg, and Eugene was recalled, and took leave of his army, and went back to Vienna, where he spent the last two years of his life in deeds of beneficence. He was so good a master that his servants grew old under him, and in the last year of his life, the united ages of himself, his coachman, and two footmen, amounted to three hundred ten. He now and then tried to give advice to Karl, but was not heeded, though he was missed and mourned when he died suddenly at seventy-three in 1719. He had been the only man in the council of war who did not cheat, and the army, though counted at 120,000, was really only 40,000, and they were half-starved, half-clothed, and had useless weapons, so they were beaten in Italy by the French and Spaniards, and in Hungary by the Turks, and Karl had to make the best peace he could it was a strange arrangement friedrich august of saxony was to keep poland and stanislaus leczinski was to have lorraine and leave it to his daughter the french queen the real duke franz husband to maria theresa was to have tuscany instead and everybody again promised that she should have the austrian dominions and gave hopes that her husband should be chosen emperor he being descended from karl the great but faith truth and honesty were little heeded everybody preyed upon the emperor and the waste was beyond belief two hogsheads of tokay wine were said to be used daily for dipping the bread on which the empress's parrots were fed twelve gallons of wine were supposed to be used every day for her possets and twelve barrels for her baths while all the austrian states were in a wretched state of want and misery all because karl was dull and unheeding he died on the twelfth of october seventeen forty the last male heir of the house of Hapsburg. End of chapter 40